You are listening to Wellness All Seasons with Mina podcast. I'm your host, Mina Kandar, and today I'm excited to have my guest. He is my coach, my teacher, and um, we met uh, on 2021 after uh, the summit of Tony Robbins and Dean Graciosi. I uh, received a message from him. We discussed, and uh, since then, uh, August 2021, we I joined his Facebook group. He is a great coach, digital creator, and the CEO and founder of LSE Education Innovator in Malaysia. But I will let him present himself because I don't want to pronounce bad his uh, family name, but I call him Oli Mike, his first name. Hi, Mike. Thank you for accepting to be on my show today. You are welcome. Thank you so much, Mina. Thank you so much for the warm welcome. So I, I forgive you right away for the surname because I know it's very difficult to pronounce for foreigners. <laughs> so my full name is Mike Jobkowski. Impolgado is my nickname that I've got from my capoeira master because I'm also a capoeira martial artist. Uh, so this is this is something one one of my treats that I do during during my free time before be, between coaching and going and being a teacher during the day. <laughs> Yes, because uh, I confirm that if you are, I'm talking to the listeners, a beginner on online business, or you want to build your brand, or you want to learn everything about starting and even growing your online business, he is your gay, he is your coach, you can contact him and I will put in the link uh, his uh, uh, your Facebook contact, your contact, and people can contact you because even now he is my coach still now. So I'm, I'm following his advice, his coaching, and he is amazing. So thank you, thank you so much, Mina. Yeah, I think I think that was the first the first thing that connected us was the build my brand exactly. Build, yeah, which which is I feel a very cool way to just learn more about yourself not just for the business purposes but just also for just personal growth i feel like if you really know what you want people to think about you that means that you that you know yourself pretty well and the, the truth is that most people don't really know what they want people to think about them what do they want to be known for or what they don't want to be known for Right. So so this is really cool. When I started to learn about this personal branding, I, I felt I felt like this is it. This is exactly what I want to talk to people about and, and just figure out the best possible version of themselves. Yes. And I, uh, I can confirm because when I start with you, I I waited three months to start to talk. Do you remember? I was yeah. here, I'm listening, and I could not speak up. <laughs> and imagine today I uh, I have you on my show. You you see what um, what is uh, as a result working working with you. This is the result to be uh, uh, a podcaster today. A, a living proof of concept. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the cool thing is that uh, you are not alone you are working with a team and they are all amazing so this is for my listener who want to grow on build their brand grow their business online uh, they can join you and today i invite you for another topic uh, as you know, Wellness All Seasons with Mina podcast is uh, about uh, women's well-being. And uh, since 2021, I know that uh, you are uh, from Poland. Your wife, Nadia, was in Malaysia. 
and there was a geographical distance. And I, I invite you to share your story and what do you think about the impact of the distance on your relationships? Yeah, I feel like this is a great topic, especially in nowadays when we were in post-COVID world, right? COVID, I think, broke up a lot of marriages and a lot of relationships that of the people who are coming from different countries, right? For, from uh, my own pers perspective and experience, we've been separated really for two years with some breaks in between. And that's just for the fact that I was not able to renew my visa, right? So we did meet each other in Malaysia and then afterwards I had to go back to Poland thinking that I will come back to my wife pretty quickly, right? Back then, actually, it wasn't my wife yet. Um, when I was coming out from Malaysia, we were a couple for, for quite some time, but we were trying to get married. We couldn't because you can't get married without visa, obviously. I mean, maybe that's not obvious to a lot of you, but for, mm -hmm. for, for me, it was like, oh, okay, so that's what's happening. So I, they, won't, they won't give me the visa and I can't get married with a girl that I want to marry. I think so it's I like, the same thing here in France. Yeah, the same problem. Yeah, mm. yeah it's like, I feel like this is just a global problem. Mm. Well, anyway, uh, long story short, I got back Poland and, and I couldn't ba go back. I couldn't go yeah. back, so... It, it didn't look really good. We didn't know what to do. Um, and uh, at that time, I, I didn't even know if if Nadia would be, you know, persistent enough to, like, pursue this relationship, you know. Um, but it turns out that, that she was feeling the same way like I did. And uh, after trying for a couple months, I think it was over six months that we were separated for the first time. Um we figured out how she can come to Poland. So she went through Austria and she had to go like a couple different <laughs> different uh, changes and on, on a plane and on the on the bus and then on the train. <laughs> so so it was quite complicated. Nevertheless, she came into Poland for Christmas and then we we get to spend with each other one one full year with four season, which for a Malaysian girl was was very hard i can tell you that <laughs> I, I think this is uh, a pure proof of pure love because someone who came from malaysia until poland doing many uh, changes it's huge it's uh, big how are yes. you feeling at this moment actually i felt relieved I was I was really happy that that I had my proof, you know, because you always people always tell each other nice words, you know, I love you and I love you and I and, and I don't want to be with you to get together forever and all that. But then when it comes to actions, you know, many times you're like missing this, like really. <laughs> but <laughs> yes. in this case, you know, if somebody is for for Nadia. What was important here is that other than it was really difficult to, to figure this out, how to do it, it wasn't just like, oh, let's buy a ticket and I can fly in. She can't, right? Because it's COVID, it's blocked, the, the border is closed. She doesn't, she doesn't um, want to take the vaccine or whatever. So it's like, okay, so so then then we have to figure out a different way. But other than that, this is this, this is like one big problem. The second problem is. She has a whole career in Malaysia, mm. right? She's, she's growing her business. She's getting some traction. She has some clients. And it's, in, and it's re looking really good. Poland is also meaning leaving all that behind. And if, uh, her family, everything in Malaysia. Because if she yes. moved to Poland, she will have all you. That's correct. But after that, you know, like... A lot of different problems. We get the, the the positive side over here is that, like I said, I had my proof, right? My confirmation that this is it. This is the relationship that we both want to fight for. Mm. 
And then the second amazing thing that happened, we get to get married in Poland, yeah. right? So, so now we have the, the papers and it's a little bit easier. But obviously, honest, honestly, this, this wasn't a, a straightforward path. And after, right after we figured out these things, Nadia realized, okay, she can't really stay in Poland forever because, because the, the weather is just really not Thank for you. her, right? On top of that, uh, we do have a daughter. Nadia, Nadia has a 12 years old daughter and then she came to us and lived with us in Poland. But the schooling in Poland was not really appropriate for her. And so we also didn't want her to be online all the time. Mm. So we decided all together that they need to come back. They need to go back to Malaysia. Um, and I will try to to follow them, you know. Now, now with the papers, I had a I I had a feeling like I had a bigger. Chance. I was saying that I, I had a feeling like it's gonna I'm gonna have a bigger chance to get back to Malaysia, but little did we know how difficult it will be. <laughs> so the moment they left, uh, we we hoped to reconnect within like one two months. Turns out it had to be over nine months before we were able to come back to to, to each other. Wow, separation yeah. again for nine months. So yes. How, how was these nine months uh, with the marriage status? Because uh, in the beginning you were in couple, it was a separation. And uh, you met, you get married, you got married and now nine months. So, how were you your feeling at the, during this period of marriage? To be honest, the first couple months I was very hopeful because I thought like we're going to be pushing, 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 manifesting, manifesting, and it's going to happen, right? But the moment is like it was not happening and not happening and not happening. And then we start to like get distracted a little bit with other things you have to work right Nadia has to mm. pick up the job Malaysia I have to do something with myself as well I had to move out from the apartment um, and I didn't want to actually get any new apartment so I moved in with my mom for the time being just to just to spend some extra time with her before I will leave for for good to Malaysia right and um, every week I felt like I'm just losing a little part of me you know because when we were together with Nadia for this for this year when she came it's kind of like we do everything together mm. right there's so many different things that, that, that connects us and professionally and friends right and the things we do for pleasure for leisure and it's just like all of a sudden I'm staying all by myself I also stay stay without my children who like I usually have, you know, the kids around me. And and here I was just me and nobody else, you know. My mom still works, so so she also goes out for most of the day. <laughs> and I'm 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 coaching, I'm I'm working from home, but I have a very little interaction with with like physical physical interaction with people, right? And I started to feel like I know very little about myself, you know, because I always look at myself as a as a role, like a, what role am I playing right now, right? Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm playing a dad. I'm a dad. I'm a I'm a husband, right? I'm a coach. I'm a teacher. I'm something, right? I'm something for a someone. A lot of things, right? And in most of the time, when we're running this this life with people around us. You never really have time to be you for you. Mm. You are always someone for somebody, right? You're playing one of your roles. And I was actually like this for all my life. I, I never, never really had a chance to just be there for myself and figure out what do I want for myself, you know, if nobody's watching. Mm. I know? love this expression. <laughs> So, so that was a, I think, a spir spiritual awakening. Mm. I would say, you know, I felt like every day I, I had this moment thinking about where am I going? Like, what if I'm just here for me? 
-hmm. right? That is the one question. And and the second question, like, why am I here? Like, what's what's my mission? What's my life mission? Not for not not as a husband, not as a father, but as as just me, just Mike for Mike. So. Right. How how can you ask the, this question and at the same time you know you are binded with your with, with Nadia even if there is a distance you can't um, uh, think only about you yes you can do it for yourself at this time but at the same time you have someone in your life how how is it possible to to think that now I will focus on myself to know myself. Uh, I think it's a coping mechanism, to be honest, because it, it, it didn't happen right away. Like I said, for the first couple months, we were very hopeful and we we're just calling each other every day, talking every day, thinking about like, you know, planning what's what we're going to do when I come and all that. And then once we realized, okay, it might not be that fast, like we will have to start searching for plan B. Mm. And then, and then you realize, okay, so this other person needs to work, needs to sleep, needs to meet other people. And you can't just like talk to that person whenever you want to. Mm -hmm. right? Actually, for most of the time, you, there is no possibility to contact each other, especially if we had seven hours dif time difference, right? So for, for more than half of the time uh, of the day... The other person is is either sleeping or or not available, right? Mm. And then and then during the day, obviously, also can't do it any time you want because I work, she works, so we ended up having difficulties just talking mm. to each other on a daily basis. Then then we realize when we do talk to each other it's not always going the right that the conversation not always go the right way because you know i for example might be very excited about getting to talk to nadia but she might be tired because she was the whole day working whole day and she had 10 meeting meetings with people and then something went wrong on top of that and she just doesn't feel like talking right now right and mm -hmm. then we go on zoom for instance and then you're thinking something is wrong maybe she doesn't want me anymore right maybe maybe and you have all these weird thoughts in your head right yes. but obviously it's it's not about you it's not about relationship it's about being out of the loop of the daily loop so after so after having this experience we actually decided we have to really plan for our meetings don't don't do the meetings like randomly but if you want to talk Let's get let's get prepared and and talk, and then we're going to be one hundred percent focused on each other. It's a good idea. It was a good idea. Yeah. So so with that idea, you can see that okay. So now that we're only decided, okay, we're going to talk maybe every three days or every four days. We have a Zoom in discussion, and then we're tuning out everything else in our life. So what do you do in between? Yeah, this <laughs> is start... what, what it was my question because <laughs> it was not comfortable to uh, to figure out only two or three times a week and the other time we don't communicate. You can do it, uh, especially when you are uh, in couple engaged. Uh, you can't, uh, yes, it's tough not to communicate, uh, especially for us as women, I think. Yeah, I, don't I mean, we for tried, you we as tried a couple different things. To be honest, uh, we were we were saying, okay, so in between, we're only going to limit it to text messages, right? So we're not calling each other, we're not communicating on Zoom or some or conferences, but but we will still text, right? Mm -hmm. But then even that got annoy annoying because sometimes you're sending something and the other person cannot answer you, and then you're waiting for hours for the answer, and you're thinking, hmm. Is 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 she not interested in my message, or she has better things to do? And, and you know, like I said, it just your brain is so amazing at coming up with stories, mm. you know. <laughs> so, so we we actually just had had a like a very organized, I would say, organized way of communication. We know that in, we had these certain spots during the day when we know that the other person can 
potentially send something. And so we do messages and 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 cup once in a couple of days this video conference. And that really leaves us with lots of time just for ourselves, you know, other than work, right? At that time I was not working on a like my nine to five. I was not working in a school. So doing my online business, I was working probably around eight hours a day. And the rest of the time, I have no kids. I have no wife. I have no nobody to talk to. You know, it's yeah. so much time. So you had yourself and you talked about spiritual awakening. Could you tell us a little bit about it? When you start to focus on yourself and to think about you? Right. So that was about a moment when I when I realized when we were just going back and forth with this with Nadia about this communication and it just obviously got me upset, right? Because I wanna I wanna talk to her, I wanna like have contact with her every day, but it's not possible and we already figured it out. So now I I'm thinking, okay, so what else can I do for myself? Like what else what else makes me happy? You know, other than than communicating with my wife and being with my wife, right? And here, and I had this block, right, for a moment, because, like I said, never before I actually had that much time for myself, mm. right? I I do like I like I like sports, I like traveling, I like doing some doing some things, but at the same time, I'm not really capable of doing these things at the moment, right? Especially that I'm constantly trying to get back to Malaysia, so. So I'm just like thinking, what about like an everyday thing? What, what, what puts a smile on your face? When you wake up in the morning, what gets you excited, right? And those were the questions, like, I had these questions in my head. They were growing and growing. And I was, I was just feeling a little, a little lost, you know? I felt like I don't know myself very well. Mm. So I started to do my meditation. I started to do Reiki. I uh, had another another friend, Flor Marquez, who is a Reiki yes. master, mm. uh, and uh, and she just like put this concept into my head, right? So I started to do that, and this Reiki like allowed me to think a little bit more about you know gratitude and appreciation for things around me, um, and then and then this one I started to I started to read a little bit more. So I, I read quite a lot of book on, on personal development, and there's there was this one book uh, that that really changed my my perspective completely on what I need to be doing right now. And so, what was this book? Share with us. <laughs> I love yeah, reading. I, so yeah. Uh, so it's actually it's actually a whole series. Um, and let me just see because I want to try to find the English, uh, the English version of this book. Uh, it was I, in Pol Polish. Uh, it, it is. It is an uh, original. Uh, originally, it was. It was written in English. Let me just try to Google it quickly. Uh, thank you. Um, you see, sometimes it's uh, by reading, by listening uh, podcasts or uh, watching YouTube, we can uh, have this uh, shift to change our uh, mindset and uh, our focus. Exactly. I mean, these are these, that's an amazing way for for self discovery, for personal mm -hmm. growth books, right? Yeah. But now the question is, okay, which book, right? What do I read? Where where do I go? So I found a book. The, or, the original title, the English title is called Conversation with God. And oh, it was written by uh, Neil Donald Walsh. I will put it on show note. <laughs> Conversation with God. Conversation with God. And this is a whole series. There are three books uh, that he wrote. They, they have all have the same title. And it's really it's such an amazing book. I I read this the, the first part of it, and that that book basically answers these two questions. The questions that I was constantly constantly had in my head: where 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 do we come from, and where are we going? Mm. Right? Where do we come from? Where are we going? 
And he's, he's, the book is written in a way like he's um, asking God questions and the God is answering him. Okay, so, so he has this imaginary person that is a, the, the image of a God yeah. who is speaking through his heart and through his mind and he's pouring it into the book. And these answers are actually really accurate. And I have to say that it, it changes your perspective a little bit. He did a lot of research. You can mm-hmm. see that he did a lot of research on the origin of, of, of humankind and of our whole planet, right? And everything that is. Um, and it makes a lot of sense. You know, I'm a logical guy. I'm an engineer. Mm-hmm. So I was never very spiritual, I have to say. Like religion was not a big part of my life. And um, and this guy is just having a very logical approach to these these theories that are not easy to explain, right? Because there is no physical proof for all these things, right? Nevertheless, if you start asking the right questions, you start to think that even through logic, you, you get to these answers and you're thinking, there's no better explanation, right? Yeah. I can't think of better way to put this in uh, in words right so they that book gave me like a total new perspective on what i need to be doing here right on uh, while uh, while i have my time on this planet what's what what should be my mission right what should be my daily focus and all these things just came by simply answering these two questions, where we come from and where we're going. And how was, were you feeling at this uh, moment when you start to to understand uh, all these things and uh, what was going in your life? Uh, how were you feeling and what, are, uh, what were your uh, actions uh, when you read the... Uh, this book you know i when i started to read and i was in this moment i have to admit i was kind of like maybe not in a full depression but i was down but definitely i was very very sad and uh because you have nobody around you right you just you don't put any masks so you yeah. just you just you for yourself i find myself not smiling much not not really laughing not having fun not being joyful and so when i started to read this book i i realized this i was like hey that is wake up that's wrong i should be like why are you not happy every day why are you not not smiling every day right mm. you're doing something wrong right you're missing the point of living right so I realized I was just constantly living in the future, right? Just constantly thinking, oh, what I will do once I will finally be in this Malaysia or what will happen if I only get to this point or to whatever the point. And I completely missed out on on here and now. Mm. Right? Like, what can I do today, right now, at this very moment to have a reason to smile, right? Or ha- have a reason to appreciate something. Is this helped you to maintain a good relationship with Nadia as well? 100%. Because at a certain point, like I said, you have all these weird stories in your head, Mm. right? That, oh, oh, maybe maybe this other person is already starting to live without you and, and, you know, have this amazing life and you you are not really needed anymore right so for me when i started to have more joy and more pleasure from just being being with myself and and enjoying whatever i have around me then i also don't have time to to put these weird stories in my head Mm -hmm. right that maybe nadia is better off without me i was like yeah she she is there and she's doing her thing and I'm here and I'm and I'm good. I'm consent. I'm 
I'm happy with what I have and I can still appreciate all these other things around me, right? I started to appreciate my mom and, and, and the things that I didn't even notice before. You know? Yeah, and I think she can. Uh, she could ask the same question. Uh, you don't think so? You didn't talk about this. She was maybe she was asking the same question like you. One hundred percent. This it is works why... both way. It worked both ways, which is even worse, right? Because yeah. because like that's that's the reason why people grow apart, right? Because mm. they start to. We we both have this these stories in our head which are not not true right or or at least we we didn't confirm them with any proof it's just something that we that we're that we're thinking of and then and then it grows right because you're focusing on it you're repeating this over and over and over in your head and after a while you might you you literally start to believe that this other person don't want you anymore right but this is this is your doing it's not the other person telling you anything like it. It's just your own thinking and your own head is is putting you in this state. And uh, did you speak uh, communicate about it, or uh, everyone keep it for yourself or for herself? Did you communicate Once, about this at the beginning? Not really. At the beginning, like I said, it was quite a lot of tension with mm. our discussions, and that also why we had to limit them. Mm. Uh, but later, once I started to like discover a little bit more about about you know myself and and the reason for li living in general, it was it, it changed the focus, mm. you know. And then once you change your focus, it also starts changing your actions and your your words, your language. Mm -hmm. right so now you, you've changed your focus and you changed your language and for me it was also a lot of changes in my physical uh, part because I, I started to because I started to think a little bit more about myself and where I need to be and what I need to be doing what are my responsibilities towards myself mm -hmm. so I started to exercise more and go out and spend time in the parks outdoor and so it changed my the way how i felt physically as well right it's so there, there i was had the whole triad yeah. right that 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 is that we know from tony robbins that is changing your whole life right the language yeah. the, the the physical movement and the focus right once we change these three things Everything shifted. Totally. And um, uh, Nadia uh, noticed this change or not? Because she was always in Malaysia and you are in Poland. And I think there is a difference uh, of communication when you start to feel uh, good with yourself, understand your... Um, it was uh, your awakening for yourself. She noticed that there is there was something changing or not in your. Oh, I made sure I made sure that she noticed <laughs> because, like I said, it's changing the way how we communicate as well, right? Mm -hmm. So, so before that, the conversation that we were having was more of a like just reporting on what's happening and and. Uh, maybe sometimes just just talking like a everyday talk right but but in this case i started to realize okay because we are apart we can't really interact with each other physically um words is all we have right mm -hmm. and work so they they matter a lot they have so power do you remember it's tony who has said words have power yeah so, I think we had another another client in our Launch Lab Academy who was saying, uh, Dr. John was saying, Wor words change worlds, right? Yeah. That that was his slogan, and I and I and I truly believe it that you know the moment we're starting to pay attention to what we're what we're saying, what we're sending in messages, I for example started to send these gratitude messages, mm. right? just sending Nadia 
these random messages talking about what am I how why am I appreciating her or or other things in my life mm. instead of telling her you know like oh what's what went wrong today right <laughs> or what I don't like uh, in in my today's today's conversation with whoever right so yeah that's that that little focus change all of a sudden is changing her approach right because she receives a message like this and then when we actually meet and talk to each other the feeling is very different right it's not like oh let's just pat each other's back and 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 feel sorry for one another how poor we are because we can't be together right mm -hmm. or because we can have this and that and that which we were doing before now we're like coming into this discussion and we're like wow this was you know great messages and it seems like you're happy about so many things right so so it's just changing the atmosphere completely so uh, it's interesting uh, what do you think about um, uh, the communication uh, an open communication uh, in couples to uh, to understand when it doesn't uh, go in as we want and how to keep uh, everyone feeling good because it's all about well-being, your well-being and her well-being. So for you, uh, communication was key to talk about things without... Uh, it was communication and also working on yourself, understanding uh, um, what do you want to do, uh, your focus, working on yourself and... Uh, trying to be grateful for what you have already without uh, thinking a lot about the things that uh, it's just taught in our head that can uh, mm. let us suffer for no reason. You know, this is a great question. It actually comes, comes down to what I'm doing professionally as well, right? We, we talked about this building your brand, building your personal brand. The first step of this process is actually knowing yourself, but not just for, I mean, when you're doing it for business purposes, then, then you're kind of like cutting out this little fragment of your life. And then you're thinking about in my professional life, what do I want people to think about, about me, right? And all that. But it works exactly the same for this other areas of your life. You can build your personal brand, not just for the business, but also for yeah. your relationships and also for your spiritual part, right? So it will be the same the same thing. You have to answer the same questions, like awaken for, for this part of your life, right? And so in building your brand, there are two, two fragments, two segments that, two main questions that you want to add, answer. First is what I stand for. Like, who am I, really? Once I have that question answered, only then comes the communication part, right? How, once I know who, who am I, what I stand for, what are my values, now I have to figure out how, my, how am I going to communicate that to others, clearly. Interesting. You did this when you found yourself... Uh far from Nadia in Poland after marriage. You have never done it before? Not for my personal life. I've yeah. done it multiple times for my business, mm. right? For my like professional war world, but not for my personal one. And the reason for that was because I was never by myself. Mm. I was always surrounded by some other people, either what were, was my my family or my children or my girlfriend or my wife, right? Some always somebody. So I was always some some like playing that role. No, no time and no need for discovering me for for me. Who am I for me, right? Mm. That that had to I had to wait 40 years to find the moment where I actually was 
aware enough to start thinking about it, but also had enough time just for myself to, to think, okay, so who is Mike? Which is interesting is that uh, we don't stop to grow. We can grow any time in uh, our in our life, in any phase in our life. And um, this mentions that it helped you to focus on yourself, to progress, and to prepare your uh, uh, life with Nadia because uh, you continue to prepare your moving to Malaysia. Right. Yeah. I mean, I I like this this saying from Tony. He said he always repeats that on every single event that you're going to, that life is happening to you and not for you and not to you. Right. Life is happening for you and not to you. And when you start thinking about it, okay, so what is the difference? Right. Well, the difference is is huge because in in this second version. You're thinking about why is this happening to me, right? What did I do to deserve this thing? In this first version, you're thinking about a very different question. You're thinking about what is life is trying to teach me here? Mm. What is the lesson from this thing? Okay. And in this in this nine nine month separation period, as hard as it was, I found my lesson. Right. And and I think that that was exactly what life wanted me to experience. Right. Discover a little bit more about myself. So then when I get back to to the people that I love. I'm going to be more me. Present. Yeah. And what which is uh, interesting in your story is. uh, for your well-being, for the well-being of your wife, Nadia, you move to Malaysia. And after we will discuss this uh, uh, situation. But at the same time, you are going from your mother because uh, we as women, we when we think about our well-being, we don't share about to the other male person like brother father husband the partner you move from you you want to take care of the well-being of your wife and at the same time you are moving from your mother are you thinking about her well-being sorry to (laughs) ask this question <laughs> yeah, to be honest, I did. Like I said, uh, in a process, I actually grow a little bit more in with this relationship with my mom as well. You know, I, I started to appreciate her m- much more than I used mm-hmm. to. Um, and um, I just, I didn't, I didn't feel like like I'm leaving her behind mm-hmm. because you know this this is a very different relationship with your parents, yeah. right? You, you you actually kind of don't really need to be there physically all the time right but but they, they do want to be in contact with you they do want to know what's happening in your life and then you know meet you from time to time obviously but in general like just see what they what what they planted right yeah. and how the seed is growing yeah, and I think it's different with the parents because it's an unconditional relationship. It's your mother. It's not someone else. It's different uh, from yeah. other relationships. You, you never, you're never going to start having these stories. Hey, my mom didn't speak to me for the last two days. Is she? Does she? Does she love me? And still, yeah, <laughs> or maybe she's a better child questions. that she loves more, right? <laughs> Yes, uh, we don't ask these questions. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, it was it was hard, definitely uh, miss my mom, but I will. I know I will see her when the time comes, <clears throat> and, and I, I know that my place is here. And as you have said, we don't ask these questions that uh, if we don't call or if <clears throat> I'm sorry, I'm uh, I'm thinking about my mother as well because uh, when you 
talked about this. Uh, yes, I'm, I live in France. She is in Morocco. And sometimes we don't call each other two weeks, one week. And uh, it doesn't change anything in the relationship. It's not the same uh, as uh, you have a partner and uh, it's different. Exactly. Mm. Just, to, just to finish on the topic with the, with the mom, I, I already have a plan for her to come and visit us. And she also likes Nadia a lot. So I feel like Nadia and, and my mom has a very good relationship. So so we, yeah, I think sooner or later she will she will come and visit us here in Malaysia. And and it's just gonna be a great time that we can wow. spend together. She will love Malaysia because I think uh, the difference in weather, culture, she will be a discovery for her. She will be happy to. We're just waiting until she will retire. <laughs> she, she still have one more year to go. <laughs> yes, and I, I think it will be great after work to go for, uh, for a trip to meet you there. It will be great. Yeah, my mom. My mom loves traveling. She's a numerologist, so she likes to meet like people from different cultures and then see how the numbers are actually confirming all these these things no matter no matter what the cultural background is right it's always it's always good to change the focus every now and then <laughs> yes so when you um, do all the administrative things and you move it to malaysia how were you feeling and how was for Nadia? That's a very good question because apparently when I rejoined Nadia for, for quite some time at the beginning, we had to sort of like find each other again. You know, it, it wasn't like, oh, it was so amazing. We are like, you know, coming back to each other like, like nothing happened. We actually had our own little habits that we grow grew throughout this nine months right and then there were obviously some little tensions at the beginning but eventually right now I'm, I'm already here for this is the fourth month and we got back to being us so so it took a little little, little moment but after a few re-evaluation, like what we're what we really want, what we don't want, what we need, what we don't need, we realize that that we have everything that that we want with this relationship and we just need to adjust again and redefine how we're gonna do it as as a couple, as, as a married couple. And you, if you remember, always didn't talk about uh, that nothing is, uh, you did you did it and it's over. You work on it all the time to make it a uh, uh, successful relationship, business, everything. So it's... Uh, 100%. Uh, we talked about it earlier, right? That nothing yeah. in life is ever staying the same. That things are changing whether we want it or not. So knowing that changes will happen anyway what we can do is just control how it's changing are we growing together or are we growing apart right so it's up to us if 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 we want to have a great relationship like constantly have to manifest and have a clear idea where we want to go as a couple yeah, it's a decision because uh, when you are, especially what you are doing now, you have uh, many responsibilities with your uh, school, with your uh, coaching uh, business. You don't have enough free time. If you have different schedule, different uh, focus, it will be... Um, difficult to have time uh, together so yes it's a decision exactly and you know and and when people are running busy lives which is in these in these days most of us we we just have to have aligned 
dreams and and goals because that makes that makes a lot of opportunities for the couple to do something meaningful together right that is going that is meaningful for both sides rather than just like waiting for a leisure time and spend some quality time right but you know what quality is it if if there is no meaning behind right yeah, especially uh, when you are on uh, online business because you can, uh, it's different if you are working uh, in a company and you have only the weekend and you, sp you spend this uh, little time together. But when you are working on your own business, it's different. You have a lot of responsibilities. You have a different schedule and you get to meet the schedule of your partner so that's why exactly. when you are in the same page you can do things together all the time and you are together or everyone do his things and meet together and it's different mm. for us for us like just just to give a good example we both are aligned with our with our goals what we want professionally and how we want to grow and why we want to grow like this and so you know every time even if we're busy even if i have something to do professionally for my work or nadia is doing something for hers we talk to each other about these things and we're getting excited mm. <laughs> right because like oh you did this and this happened and this happened and then you met that person and we we wanted we literally really more want to know about this because this is part of of our future right so I guess that's very important that you, that we both are want to be in the same place one day, right? That's that's very comforting, knowing that both partners want the same thing. Yeah, because uh, when you said that, uh, for example, when Nadia moved to Poland to meet you and to spend time with you, it was uh, the proof that uh, she is the one. And you did the same thing, moving to Malaysia, but it was not sufficient to think about your future in a relationship because now uh, you get to find something to make you a very bond uh, in a business to be together and uh, to maintain this uh, relationship for all your life. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't, I, I have to say, <laughs> I have to admit, it wasn't very hard to move here because I love the, I love the weather. I love, I love the culture. So it's not just, just Nadia that I, that I'm here for. Um, but at the same time, like our big dream, mm -hmm. mine and that is, is traveling. We both love traveling. And so we're going through some stage right now where we need to secure certain things and make sure to have papers in place all the all the visa stuff and and all that mm -hmm. is, is covered and obviously secure the finance finances for for great voyages about around the world right and we both want to do it so we have all these ideas where we're going to be going together in the future years and so this is very exciting of course, it will be great to travel the world and meet all your uh, students everywhere exactly. in the world. <laughs> Amazing. So what is your uh, your advice for a couple who uh, are now experiencing the same thing uh, as you have experienced? Uh, geographical distance, being uh, married, and living in different places. Uh, what is your advice? What is my advice for those couples? Well, first of all, um, definitely know what you know what you want, right? Because every couple is different, and I would say for us, it, it ended up amazing, right? Because we we're back together and. And it just seems like this; these magnets are are working towards each other. But sometimes maybe it's the opposite. Maybe actually staying apart makes you realize that you've been into a relationship 
that was taking you the place where you don't want to be, but it was just convenient, right? It can be that. So I think my first advice over here is take this time to learn a little bit more about yourself, right? That helped me a lot. And it drove me back to my wife in my case. But again, who knows what's going to happen to you? But the second thing is... Uh, come up with a clear way of communication. That helped us a lot because like I said at the beginning, it was chaotic and it was bringing a lot of tension and turmoil. But the moment we, we figured out, okay, when can we have the, the quality time even though we're apart, which is in this case, it meant for, for, for having 100% of focus of the other person. Right. And being being kind of prepared for this conversation rather than just reacting to certain things that are happening around me right now. Right. So once this this communication is scheduled, right, and uh, and have a, a clear focus of why we're communicating, what do we want to share with each other? It's it's really changed the way we started to speak to each other and the way we were able to go through this difficult time together. So thank you so much. It was amazing to listen to your story and I loved each second for our, of our conversation. And as I mentioned in the beginning that uh, you help uh, those who want to build their business online, their brand, I know I can put your uh, Facebook uh, link. Uh, do you have other things when people can find you or only on your Facebook? Uh, at this point, we're actually focusing on the Facebook because yeah. this is the, the area that we're helping people with the most. So yeah, when it comes so... to online coaching and online business, um, there's probably not no better platform at this point, right, for now, yeah. than than Facebook because of the possibilities that you can have in communication, all the tools. So yes, we spend most of our time on Facebook. Um, we are launching our new program in November. Yes, which will be tell very, us. Very very limited. Yes, tell us uh, when because I'm interested as well to to be there, uh, it was on November. You you have already fixed the date, the time? Yes, so it's it, like we will be, with the end of October, we will announce the whole program and how it's gonna, what's gonna be the schedule, uh, what's, what are all the elements that will be in it. Program will start with the beginning of November. I don't have the exact date, but probably the first days of November we're gonna start. Um, and uh, we really redefined the whole launch lab one more time. We've been doing it since this since 2020, right? So mm -hmm. there was a quite quite some time to to think about what worked and what didn't work, and and what people were happy with, and which part were were just redundant or or too much, right? So right now we're really going back to the basics. We want to focus on coaches who are looking for first 10 clients, mm. who has an idea for what they want to share with people, but don't have a lot of practice and a lot of knowledge about how to find these people and how to network in the online world. And we just want to be this extension for them that, that will give them a hand in finding these first 10 clients. And that's I can I confirm that you do it very well and you help a lot because we have uh, a lot of friends in common. We were doing the same thing with you uh, in group. So I will put your link uh, in, on the show note and uh, thank you so much for today. You are very, very welcome, Mina. It's always great pleasure to meet you and everybody else, whether you want to try the program or just think about building your brand online. Uh, the group that Mina is sharing is open for everybody. So feel free to hop in and get to our guides where you will find some free trainings and free resources.
Thank you for sharing. My pleasure. All the best. I hope you enjoyed this conversation. If you like it, share it, rate it and review it on Apple Podcast. And please subscribe so that you don't miss the upcoming episodes. If you have a story and wanted to share it, book a call with me at calendly.com slash wellness all seasons and let's do it. Thank you so much for listening. Stay tuned. I will see you in the next episode.